0: We're live and we're rolling and this is the real venture. I'm your co-host Peyton And I am your co-host Luke and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs The questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow every single week We are joined by
1: CEOs
0: venture capitalists
1: artists co-founders and influencers all with one thing in common Young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm going to need you to do is hit that subscribe button below, so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here, and we can't wait for you to join us. All right. So Luke and I are kind of continuing our little uh, our little sub series of kind of talking about past experiences that we've had and, and how we can kind of begin to uh, leverage those into new ventures and, and new experiences and. Today, uh, Luke is actually going to talk about a little, a little bit of government experience. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about you know, what you've done, and, and then we can kind of get into where it's going to go.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so I mentioned this in a previous episode um, that uh, one of my close advisors, mentors, however you want to call it. Um, was he was an old professor of mine um, at Duke and he uh, was a former marine or a former Army ranger sorry um, and his kind of experience doing that came back after and ended up starting a company the one I referred to that, that he kind of had a bunch of issues with you know his MVP and all this stuff um, ended up st- uh, selling the company became a politician then became a professor at Duke. One of the first, or the first class that he taught at Duke uh, was something called Hacking for Defense. And what Hacking for Defense was, uh, is taking from a class at Stanford um, where basically government organizations, mostly military focused ones, um, will uh, use like teams of students at colleges to like help solve a problem on their base or whatever the case may be. Uh, And so Duke gave it a try with Tommy, uh, this guy being the, the lead on that. Um, And that kind of gave me, uh, I saw that, you know, signed up for it, started the class, and it gave me the opportunity to get into something that had already, you know, always sounded cool to me, right? You like think of like Tony Stark, like defense contractor, like, you know, you get to build all kinds of crazy products for the, uh, you know, um, Department of Defense and uh, seems very lucrative and and very high tech and, and all this. And so I was like, Oh, whoa like this would be sweet. So did that, um, started working with the Marine Corps down at a, a base near Duke. Um, and it was a very interesting experience. I had come into that. I was, you know, a 19 had built a few small software products before, but nothing like on a production level. And so when, you know, I'm sitting there on base, looking at kind of all their, the systems that they were letting me check out, I was like, wow, there's so much stuff here that you could do to make this process so much better. So we ended up myself and a couple other people on my team just sat with them and talked to them for a long time, understood their problems, right? All this stuff that we've been talking about, you know, this was also kind of the time that I started learning a lot of this stuff. Um, And uh, uh, that ended up leading to a specific product that, that we worked on then, which was Basically, think of it like, uh, uh, you know, it just connected all their different databases and systems together. So, you know, they update data in one spot. It also shows it on a different platform and, and whatever the case may be, right? A truck goes out for maintenance. You need to be able to acknowledge that. So, we started building that kind of stuff and it, it wasn't anything crazy, but we ended up getting interest from not only the, the Marines, but a couple other branches. We went to the Army base nearby, we went to an Air Force base nearby, and we were trying to work with all of them to see. Hey, like, maybe we can make this into a real business. Um, We applied for some funding. We went and pitched it to a few venture capital funds out in San Francisco who were connected through Hacking for Defense um, and were, unfortunately, we did not receive any funding for it um, directly through, uh, like, equity-type funding, so venture capital-type funding. But we did get a little bit of funding through um, government grants to, to keep going with it. And so we kept screwing around with it, found some potential uses for it in the private sector, hospitals and um, uh, other like larger organizations that have a lot of different computer systems that they need to keep synchronized. Um, but eventually after, after a while, it was clear that, um, we didn't exactly have a plan for how we were going to make it into a, a sustainable business. So it kind of wrapped up, but that general process ended up leading to a lot more people that I met in the military, um, ones that I'm still working with now on, on kind of some other smaller things that, uh, are, are still going on. And, um, I think, generally, I've looked at this whole approach as like, you have one or two ways that you want to contribute to society. And when you're living in, you know, the United States, and, and at least for me, and, and I think for Peyton as well, like, you want to see this country succeed in, you know, the biggest way that it can. And, and a lot of the way that that will happen is through private industry companies building awesome things, you know, the Amazons, the Apples, those guys, but it's also going to come through the government executing it effectively the job that it's doing whether or not you think the government should even exist or what powers it should have is a different question but given that we have the government doing Mm -hmm. what it's doing it needs to work as well as it can um and whether that's the defense department state department you know congress whatever uh there's a lot of improvement to be made and um it's really interesting to me that as i continue down you know these different things that we're working on like what are ways that we can get involved and use our skills to build things and improve the way The government operates yeah
1: and you know I think uh, like you said there when you live in a in a great country like America you want to help it continue to be that way and continue to get better and you know like you said there's there's a couple different ways you can do it and you know obviously what comes to your mind first is like serving in the armed forces Um, and you know that's not everybody does that it's not for everybody and that's totally okay Um, also you know being uh, in, in law enforcement or uh, being a, uh, you know, a, a public servant, right? You know, serving in in the in Congress, the legislator, um, helping, you know, pass laws like that. Or as Luke has, you know, kind of figured out, there's also ways that you can support all of those same people uh, by leveraging your skills and your abilities to help make their lives easier so they can make change faster um, and, you know, more more accurate and more tailored to, uh, to the issues that they're experiencing. And I think, you know, that just kind of, you know, the, these past two episodes where we've kind of talked about that is using our skills, experiences, and our passions to help advanced public good, whether that be for athletes or that would be for the armed forces.
0: Yeah, totally. And and that was really the, I think, founding principle of Hacking for Defense, which is like, there are all these super smart people in colleges around the country, like doing all kinds of things. Who normally wouldn't have nothing to do with. Yeah, they'd go work for Google, they'd go work for Goldman Sachs, they'd go work for whoever. But if you give them the opportunity to contribute in a way that uh, you know it, to serve in a way that that is like aligned with their skills and their, you know their interests. like you you empower people to really move the country mm-hmm. forward in a way that it's not able to unless you unless you enable that. So um, it, it's uh, it's a very complex thing. Uh, the government like it's not simple. It's not like you can just go, you know do it how we're doing our startup and just go and um, you know raise some money and just build a product and go find some customers and blah blah blah. Like it's much more bureaucratic and things like that. but but that's why it's a whole separate array of, of businesses and why a lot of products that exist in, in the consumer world don't really exist in, in the government world um, and the, the opportunity is there. So it's about who you know, of course, but it's also about how you um, how you approach every step of that problem solving process, because it's really not just about building something that's good. You also have to build something that checks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. Um, and so it's about, you know, being willing to to give up some of the the perfections and be be able to compromise and things like that, even as somebody who's like starting your own thing. Like you're not used to that. Like Peyton and I, the only people we have to compromise with are, are each other. Yeah. Um, but when you're doing something like this, like your your client or the customer is somebody who has no clue what they're looking for. And they have a whole long list of other things that are important to them that have nothing to do with the problem that you're solving, right? There's, uh, you know, constituents that, that are en- going to end up, you know, hearing about the work that's being done here and maybe support it, maybe not support it. You have budget constraints um, from all kinds of like, you know, interest, interests and all this stuff, right? And you and, and legally, you're dealing with the only person that you're like your
1: only customer is the only person that also could completely shut down your business if yeah. you did something wrong.
0: Exactly, and and so if you if you take that into account, and also the thing that that I've learned is the people you can hire to do to help you with it is very limited. You can't just go like we're working with kind of all kinds of people for for our product now, but um, with the government stuff, you can't do that. You have to you have to. I mean, of course, they have to be like U.S. citizens and stuff, but beyond that is like there are very explicit requirements, background checks, and all this stuff they make it very expensive even to get going, and so you need partners. and And the way that uh, I was able to to kind of have some success in this, and I would say not um, you know an extraordinary extraordinary amount of success, but for somebody you know who's young and whatever, I, I feel like I'm on a good path. Is you need to um, you need to find established businesses that have done this many times before and piggyback on them uh, the, the booze allen hamiltons of the world the lockheed martins of the world they have a lot of programs that's that um uh favor small businesses being the ones that get the subcontracts underneath them so lockheed martin will get 100 million dollars to do something and maybe the thing that you're good at could actually solve a part of that hundred million dollar contract and you can be a five hundred thousand dollar subcontract for them to to build that part and they'll get extra special treatment from the government for helping out a small business. Right. So that is your best chance to get bootstrapped in that. And so my plan for the next, you know, 10, 15 years, as, as it's sort of a right now a background thread and it's not very much forefront of my life, um, is, is being able to continue establishing those relationships to get it to the point where, you know, maybe I have a little bit more money, a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more awareness of, of the places that I can be effective. Um, and then leverage all of that into something where I can really make a difference. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you working
1: um on stuff like that it's uh you know it's it's cool like you said that you're you know helping advance uh you know advance the common good and you found a way to leverage your skills um and your abilities and your passion to uh you know to help make this world a better place so we uh we appreciate it and we're excited (laughs) obviously to continue to hear more about it and then when you're uh you know legally able to
0: really disclose disclose exactly what
1: you're doing because i don't even know we'll have Um, an episode yeah we'll have an episode and you'll you'll break it down but uh you know we're we really enjoy breaking down some of these um you know topics that are a little closer to home um and you know we'll uh we'll continue to do so so totally yep
0: keep keep it real everybody all right guys Uh, if you want to continue this discussion follow us on our social media our instagram linkedin Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode hop on there shoot us a dm hit us up with whatever concerns questions comments that you guys have we'd love to continue building that community on there next subscribe to wherever you're listening to this itunes spotify google amazon overcast you name it we got it
1: and the only other thing i'm going to add is as you're subscribing to those platforms hop on there give us rates and reviews especially on apple podcasts five star ratings and a uh and and a comment go a really long way helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests we really appreciate you guys for everything and we're excited to see you next week